You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. Hello, my friends. It's Paul with you once again and want to welcome you to this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube as well, welcome. want to invite you to subscribe to our channel. Click on the little bell icon that will give you updates when we post new material. We are so glad that you're with us. I want to ask you the question to begin today. What does it mean to believe? Meaning, what does it mean? How do you understand what scripture means when it speaks of believing in Jesus so that you may have eternal life? And I'm talking about where it speaks of that in John 3.15 and then leading into John 3.16, the famous verse that So many people know, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. How do we understand that belief in our lives? Is it intellectual assent? Is it the forming of an opinion that that we hold to? Is it a statement of belief? And so I've been reading through the book of John. I mentioned that on the podcast yesterday. And so... Uh, I've just been struck again by several things in the book of John, but John 3 is, is again one of those passages that uh, I just marvel at and it speaks deeply to what it means to, to follow Jesus when we speak of that. The truth is when we talk about belief, we can have many things in our lives, we can believe many things that have no real impact or consequence upon our lives. And, and this is the danger with belief in Jesus, our belief in Jesus simply becoming a stated position in our lives, meaning that it has no effectual impact in our lives or very little. It doesn't direct or shape or infuse how I live day to day, how I spend my time, how I relate to people, how I plan how I spend, how I parent, or live various parts of my life. I might be a moral person. I might be an ethical person. I might be a person who is influenced and wants to believe that I live by Christian values. But is that what constitutes belief in Jesus? And so John 3 begins with a Pharisee named Nicodemus coming to Jesus. And we see that he recognizes that Jesus is operating in the power of God. He says that right at the beginning. He says to him, he says, we know that you're a teacher that comes from God and we know the the signs that you're doing. You couldn't do this unless God is, is with you. And Jesus responds by getting to the heart of the matter. And it's very interesting how Jesus responds because he gets right to the heart of the matter with Nicodemus. He says, look, don't be infatuated with what I'm doing and the works that I'm doing. That's not what you should be focusing on. This is about rebirth. And he takes the conversation in a direction that when you look at it, and I I study the text, I go, I, I wouldn't have been expecting that. I would not have been expecting Jesus to go in this direction, but he does. And he goes to this place of talking about natural birth and rebirth and and Nicodemus is confused 
But Jesus is talking about a change. It's about transformation in our lives. It's about spiritual rebirth. It's about being born of the Spirit, this ongoing reality of transformation in our lives. And this is not passive, but it's active transformation. Jesus says we must be born again. We must be born of the Spirit. And later in verse 34 in John 3, it speaks about how Jesus gives the Spirit without measure. And in verse 30, it John the Baptist is speaking. And he speaks of how I must, he must increase, but I must decrease. And, and so this is all the work of the Spirit in our lives. And Jesus, that's what he's getting at here. It's this continual increase of the work of the Spirit in our lives. We see this where Paul speaks about this in Ephesians 5, 18. Being filled with the Spirit there, he says. And that being filled with the Spirit there in the Greek, it means to go on being filled. This continual filling. It's an active filling. It's not a one-time filling. It's a constant active filling in our lives. Um, the way that I had it described to me years ago that was so helpful for me was that uh, we are like containers that leak. And so when we're filled with the Spirit, we're always, because of our flesh and because of battling stuff in our lives, we're always leaking. And so there's this invitation to always have this continual filling because I don't know about you, but I need constant filling in my life. And so this is about the work of the Spirit in our lives. It's also about submission and surrender when it says he must increase but i must decrease living for christ and his kingdom and not living for mine it's a decrease of what defines me and an increase of what defines the work of christ and the work of jesus in my life this is how belief in, in jesus is framed and that's that's what i want us to see here. And this is what I see when I look at this text is that around this, what does it mean to believe and have eternal life? It's framed around this, that we must be born again. We must be born of the spirit. We must be born from above. That's another translation of it. We must decrease. He must increase. All of this is framing what it means to believe. And so it's, this is what it means to come into and be experiencing the life of Christ, living by his spirit, born of the spirit. It is intellectual belief, absolutely, but it is so much more than that. We, we actually, we cannot perceive, understand, or pursue the work of the kingdom without this. This is why Jesus says to Nicodemus, you will not understand this in the natural. You cannot, in your natural mind, in your natural state, if you're not born of the Spirit, you will not grasp what I am doing in my kingdom coming into this world. This is essential for the kingdom of God and its work and its influence, its active work in our lives. And in fact, this theme continues into John 4 even where Jesus again is talking about the natural versus the spirit and he's speaking about water, water that leaves you thirsty versus living water that I give you, the spring of water inside of us that is welling up to eternal life. This 
speaks in, it has this idea of this constant flow of Jesus's life inside of us. And we're going to look at that more in the next podcast when we look at John 4. But I want to, I want to leave us with questions to ponder and to put before the Lord out of this uh, to help us follow the way of Jesus. And that is, where do I need to decrease? Where do I need to surrender and give up control in my life? Where is Jesus calling me to active pursuit of him in my life? This is part of what it means to be following the way of Jesus. It's an active pursuit. It's not a passive pursuit. It's going after. It's saying, I need more of the spirit at work in my life. In my life, I need more of the presence of Jesus in my life. I need to have more of him filling me and less of myself and less of my desires and less of, of the stuff that makes up me. And I actually need more and more of the work of Christ inside of me. And I'm so encouraged and I want to leave you with this. In verse 35 of John 3 where it says that the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. This, this, And then it says there that the Spirit without measure, Jesus gives the Spirit without measure, meaning the Spirit without measure is available to us. And the Father has given all things into Jesus' hands. All things. There, there's no limit to what Jesus can do. There's no cap on Jesus. There's no limit on him. He's, and he wants to give the Spirit without measure to those who are following him. And so the only condition here that we see is obedience. That we are called to obey him. It says that in verse 36, that we, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life. So the condition is obedience. But the invitation is the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. There's nothing that he wants to hold back from you. When you are in him, he wants to give you all things as it pertains to life in him and the pursuit of his kingdom and the increase of his spirit in you and his work inside of you. This is the way of Jesus. Be encouraged and be encouraged and be challenged and be uh, have this motivation to pursue more of this work in your life, church. It's such a good thing. I want to encourage you in that and we will see you again.